What's up, guys? We're through two weeks, and it feels like football might happen this year. So I'm starting to get a little excited. Heading into week three, we have just two undefeated teams left. The Blurtimore Footbirds and the Dove Shack are at 4-0. This week, I've got the weekly recap. I've got pop, lock, and drop. And I've got a new game show for you guys. So let's jump into it. Let's see that in an instant replay. Our first matchup this week, we have Uncle Curd versus the Cameron football team. His shoulder popped and Drew Locke dropped, which put Cam in a hole early, giving Uncle Curd the easy win. The lock of the week, Uncle Curd grabs a matchup just barely, though I guess technically my lock of the week was Kyler Murray, who also won his matchup. Our second matchup of the week was a championship rematch, the Blurtimore Footbirds versus the first champ of the Sunset Grill. My pop of the week, JDL55, scored 105 points with his running backs and quarterbacks alone and won himself another $6 for a weekly high score in the league. On the other side, unfortunately, Nick Pick's team suffered a major soft tissue injury, a torn heart, as the idea of a second champ at the Sunset Grill fades below the horizon. Next up, we've got HaHa Clinton Nix vs. Jerd51. There's a reason his name is above the Stenson Nixon. Jared's quarterbacks put on a show for almost 80 points, and HaHa Clinton Nix quarterbacks barely scaled five combined points. Jared grabs the win in this matchup. Our fourth matchup of the week, the Dove Shack versus the worst team in the league. Brian's rookies scored 18 and 28 this week, and the rebuild is looking good as he takes a matchup win and the win up win against the median. Roach coach snagged win against the median at least, and it looks like his first round pick has a little bit of juice, so the worst team in the league gets a little bump up. Next up, we've got I Would Like to Rage versus the Murder Bears. Ryan has one of the best running back lineups in the league, but that was not good enough because when you have Aaron Jones with 43 points, it's tough to lose. Dr. Zaroff takes his first matchup win of the year, and in our highest scoring matchup of the week, both teams grab a win against the median. Our last matchup of the week, Sleepy Joe's Wet Dreams took on Team Kahlua, but this week it wasn't his usual fantasies about Michelle Obama, but instead a nightmare where Cam Newton just keeps pounding you from behind. Team Kahlua off to much better start this year as he grabs the matchup and median wins, and Greg is slow out of the gate with 5-2-8 speed. Alright, moving on to Pop, Lock, and Drop. Last week I got my pop and lock right, but missed hard on my drop. I mean, his name is above the Stenson Nixon. What was I thinking? This moves my record for the year to 5-1 and one on my predictions. Moving on to this week. This may be the first underdog pop of the week that I choose, but Seabad15 is about to be the pop of the week. His quarterbacks are looking great. Jonathan Taylor is the man, and he's got the two best receivers in the KC and Blurtimore matchup. And on top of that, my man Cam just gave up Zeke, which helps Brian at least a little bit in this matchup. And because Brian's the underdog, that makes Cam my drop of the week because he's playing the pop, and it's tough to beat a pop. My lock of the week, on the other hand, is the Blurtimore Footbirds. 
he has lost CMC for the time being, but that doesn't mean his running backs and quarterbacks won't still score 100 points. On top of that, Team Kalua has to play Drew Sample, Brandon Ayuk, and Keelan Cole this week. So this pick was just too easy. Alright guys, so we still need to agree on a toilet bowl punishment for the loser. Us commissioners have come up with something that we hope we can all agree on. We propose that the loser of the toilet bowl will have to get their chest waxed. With this punishment, we don't all have to be there to enjoy it, because we're certainly, certainly going to be recording it. And it's not so bad that no one will follow through on it once they lose. So we'll have a vote to make sure everyone's cool with that, and let's see if we can all agree on something. And for those chest hairless people out there, your armpits are at risk. Welcome into Who Owns That Player. Congratulations, Roach Coach. You are the first and possibly only contestant on this MDL podcast exclusive game show. The rules of the game are simple. I will give you the player, and all you have to do is tell me whose team they are on. And if you're able to guess all three players correct, you'll win a brand new car tune that will be based off you and your fantasy team and will air right here on the MDL pod. Are you ready? Yeah, dude, that's the answer. I don't know anybody's teams. <laughs> Alright, we're going to start off with Bo Scarborough. Who owns that player? Bo Scarborough. Um, Bo Scarborough. Not a clue, but we're going to take, take a stab at it. You know what I mean? Um, let's go with... Let's say Gerg has Bo. Oh, so close. Jared51 has Bo Scarborough. Moving on. Let's go for let's go for an easy one here. Okay. Odell Beckham Jr. Who owns that player? Wait, I don't. Um, let's go with. I think. No. It's gotta be. R. Sneller. Ooh, no. He only owns Raiders receivers. <laughs> Let's move on to the third and final player. Caden uh, Smith. Who owns that player? Caden Smith? Uh, and if you're curious, that is a Giants tight end. So, Tatum, I have no idea who the fuck that is. Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. But, <laughs> Hostess with the most is Kurt has it. Ooh, no. <laughs> that was hard, dude. Holy buckets. Let's add up the points. It looks like you scored zero out of three. Ooh, so close. Maybe next time. That was Who Owns That Player. Thanks for coming, Roach Coach. Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> See you, dude. <laughs> That's it for this week, boys. Good luck, and I'll see you next week.